everybody thinks about retirement. Everybody takes care of their car. Everybody takes care of their house. But you only get one body. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one thing you got, you've got to make sure that you're keeping an eye on and you want it to be healthy once you do get a chance to retire. Mm-hmm. Taking, even if you don't have coverage yet, just that small bit of money to take care of yourself. Just, just like somebody comes to get their hair done or colored because it makes them feel better, makes them look better. Well, going for some care, some massage or physio here and there, it, to me, it's the same thing. It makes you feel better. It makes you interact with everybody better. And at the end of the day, you go go to bed and wake up feeling good. I'm just a hairstylist. How am I supposed to be a photographer, a social media manager, a receptionist, a marketing manager, and an entrepreneur as well? Welcome to the Secret Life of a Hairstylist podcast, where we shatter the term, I'm just a hairstylist, and help inspire you behind the chair. I'm Samantha, and I'm a hairstylist, educator, and salon owner, and I want to help inspire you with tips from how to manage your social media, to how to sell retail, to how to continue a positive mindset making you more money as a stylist. Every week, I will share my own experiences over the last 10 years, plus bring in amazing experts from all over the hair industry to share their secrets on success. So what do you say? Are you ready to challenge yourself, get inspired, and build your dream business behind the chair? Uh, Well, I'm Peter. I'm one of the... I'm a physiotherapist here in Winnipeg. I've been doing this job for about five years now. And some of my own injuries got me interested in physio and <laughs> helping, helping <laughs> kind of recover the way that physio helped me. And so over the last few years, I've noticed trends with all industries, but specific professions like hairdressing, mechanics, nurses, where there's quite a few people that come in with injuries that could have been prevented, didn't actually need to feel the pain. And so the idea was, hey, why not see if we can stop this problem before it starts? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like, well, especially in our industry, so kind of a backstory on how we got into this together is that, um, I had said like, I mean, I have like massive pain all the time. Well, not massive, but I have chronic pain from doing my job. And uh, so I really wanted you to come in and just like see what was going on. Like, what do I do every day? What do I, um, what are the things that I'm not even noticing about my body that, that I'm doing repetitively? And so, um, yeah, I feel like that's been a really big, with, with you coming in, like that has been a huge eye opener to what I do every day. Like there was little things that I didn't even realize, like mm. no idea that, um, that, that was doing that, that was affecting my, my body every single day. Um, so I think that like, I think this is such a great idea to get into those specialized industries and just um, be able to like break down what we do every single day and what um, uh, be able to essentially just um, what's the word, just prevent, prevent it, right. Um, Prevent and, and make us last a little bit longer in our, (laughs) in our jobs, which would be great. Exactly. And you, Yeah, perfectly. There's so many things that we do day in and day out that we don't even notice. We get into these habits and these routines, which 
you know, when you're learning the profession, when you're in school, the focus isn't exactly on yourself. It's the techniques and what you're doing in front of you. I think that's where the education in general is lacking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what were some of the things like now that you've shadowed me and our staff um, for the day, like what were some of your biggest ahas that you had? Like what were as I mean, in the hairstyling industry, we do so many different things. Um, we're back and forth all the time doing colors, cuts, all these different things with our bodies. Like, What were some of the biggest things that you had noticed? Well, to be honest, there was so much that I had, I had no clue what you guys actually did because my cuts are in and out 20 minutes and I don't see much more than cutting and drying. And so I, my mind had just went to, oh, you're going to use the scissors a bunch. And I thought that would be the biggest problem. And then when I was watching Laura dry some hair with the round brush, it, it blew my mind how much fine finger control she was using and constantly spinning brushes, the the different angles that you guys have to change constantly for colors, cuts, all, all the above. And <clears throat> while doing all that, you've got to maintain interaction with your client. Mm-hmm. Like, you're still talking to them and you're still looking at them and adjusting postures to be able to converse with them. There's a lot going on that I had no clue about. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing too, is that we're not like, I mean, it's easy to be aware, but it's easy. It's hard to be aware of it all day long. Like it's one thing to say, okay, yeah, I know that I need to correct this with my body. But then when you're like, go, go, go all day long, you're kind of everywhere. You're trying to like converse with your client. You're trying to like make them happy. You're, making up formulations in your head and all these things to be able to just like focus on yourself (laughs) for that moment and um and and be able to think about my posture it's it is a hard thing to do for sure definitely it takes a lot of awareness and it almost becomes a second job while you're working Mm -hmm. part of your attention on what you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's one thing that I've noticed in the last while too is that or the last couple weeks is that I've been more focused on myself than my clients so I'll go into like these moments of quiet where I'm just like hey I've got to think about my posture got to think about my hand movement <laughs> all these things until it just becomes um be, it just becomes a part of what I do but at the same time I don't want to necessarily let it just become the norm because I still want to be aware because then that's where it goes down again right yeah and with with yourself you've already been working for a few years and so you're having to go back and develop these routines which brings me back to my original point the schooling if if it's taught in school it becomes just part of your job like Mm -hmm. for us physios there is an entire section in our program that is devoted to body mechanics for ourselves, how we lift, how we bend, what we do so that we have longevity in our careers. Mm-hmm. And even my, even the grading through our, our um, placements with <clears throat> our proctors includes a piece of body mechanics and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Now with that, having been drilled in through school, I find myself just doing it as part of my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I'm 
definitely, well, it definitely should be taught in school or just been made aware of in school, but uh, definitely something that I'm starting to focus more on with our assistants and even like, you know, people like Laura that every once in a while just say, <clears throat> Laura, just straighten up a little bit. <laughs> just like remember to pump your chair up all those little things that we're just kind of like reminding each other all the time so now it's like a constant conversation in the salon but <laughs> but it's I like been, that. yeah I like it's been good. Looking out for each other yeah yeah well I mean you have to because otherwise you will forget about it yourself and I know like for myself even in the car I've put like a sticky note in there with saying posture to remind myself like in the morning, just remember my posture. I <laughs> <laughs> love that you're keeping an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. And um, it does become, it does become the norm. You will cross over that territory where you go to check your posture and you're like, Hey, I'm already there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, even the last time you were in, you were um, saying that my posture was a little bit better. So that's a good yeah, thing for me. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say are the biggest points of our body that we need to focus on? For you guys, I would lean more towards neck, shoulder, and hand. Mm -hmm. the, it's nice that you get to stand all day. You can sit when you need, but Sitting honestly causes so many other problems that being able to stand and do your job, you're at a huge benefit already compared to, let's say, the average desk worker. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry too much about the lower body. There is a little bit to do with the hips, but primarily, yeah, neck, shoulders, and hands. All right. So would you say, because I do still sit while cutting sometimes too, like it would be beneficial to sit in those moments or it would be better to stand? a little bit of sitting isn't a bad thing in those moments where you have to dip down like we talked longer hair having to get to the ends to trim chairs only go up so high and you really don't want your client floating in space as high as the chair goes and so using using a chair that's not a terrible thing and it does give your body a little bit of variety so sit when you need it's just when you get stuck sitting for five six hours out of your eight you start getting trouble yeah yeah so it's kind of nice to go back and forth well and especially like for our next two um as i like crack it right there um it's good for us just to like be at eye level with our uh, with the hair yes like that's that's the biggest thing and and now that i've made i've been made so aware of of all of um the different uh, just made aware of posture um that I've been noticing how much all of our girls and myself included, how we would slouch a lot just to be able to get in a line with the hair um, or when we're doing like a root touch up or anything like that. We're just trying to be so at level with it that we're hunched over all day long. And um, with that, I mean, it just causes so many pains and I know that, so many stylists who are always saying that they have neck and shoulder pain and how much that, that right there just affects a lot of it. Yeah. So much of it. And I'm glad you're becoming aware of that. And the girls you're sharing that with the girls, because I bet a lot of the stylists that have this neck and shoulder pain realize it's from work, but don't quite realize what part of work. Mm -hmm. does. Yeah. Just, 
noticing even actually one thing that was interesting that you had pointed out was even just the having the cart, uh, the color cart too far away and like leaning over all the time. That was just the simple little things that make such a huge difference. Um, and that I would never ever in a million years thought that that would be an issue, but that repetitive motion of doing those things. So it's just that constant, constantly being aware of everything that we're doing in our job all the time. Um, that can, that can really affect us over time. And like you said, do you, most of the attention goes to the client as it should. And so you spend your time setting up the color and getting it all tinted correctly, but taking that extra minute right beforehand to set the environment up means that you have to think less about what you're doing and your own body mechanics. You can focus a little bit more on the client. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I know that we're on, I mean, we're speaking on video right now, but we will not be when we're on a podcast. Um, so what can you like, do your best to explain just some exercises or stretches that we can do daily, just kind of some of the the top most important ones, um, that we should do every day just to, um, avoid injury as much as possible. The, we'll start with the hands the the muscles that actually close your fingers are up in the forearm closer to the elbow mm-hmm. and so if you if you stick your arm out with the elbow straight palm facing up just mm-hmm. grab a hold of your fingers and pull backwards mm-hmm. you'll start to notice that stretch go through the forearm mm-hmm. now, with all your stretches like we talked you don't want to stretch too hard there is a too much and so it should feel like a gentle to moderate stretch, 50 to 60% tension. Hold that for about 30 seconds and repeat it twice for every stretch you do. Mm -hmm. And so once we've got that side of the form, you basically just flip your palm right over and pull the fingers down. Bending the wrist down, you'll feel a stretch on the opposite side. That's some of the muscles that help bend the elbow and lift the wrist up. Mm -hmm. For the most part, that will take care of the majority of pain through the fingers. We did talk about you can massage in through the muscle of your thumb. If you look at your thumb, it does kind of look like a little chicken drumstick mm-hmm. and you can massage the fat part of the drumstick with the repetition of the round brush and the scissors all day. That does add up. Mm-hmm. If we go up the chain a little bit and move into the neck, there's a couple of muscles that attach your shoulder blade into your neck. And for those sitting or standing tall, we just want you basically to tilt your nose down towards your armpit. Now, don't go all the way into the armpit, but it's like you're trying to sniff your armpit. You'll feel the stretch on the opposite side. So when I look down to the right, I feel a stretch on the left side of my neck and left on the right side. Again, 30 seconds twice. And the third major stretch I would look for is into the chest because everything we do is right in front of us. We're constantly pushing our bodies with our arms, sorry, our chest tightens up and that does pull us forward into a hunched posture. So that one's a little bit more tricky to describe, but if you use a doorway and you have your arms on either side of the doorway and you basically just step through, leaving your arms kind of back, it'll open your chest up. And you should feel a good stretch right across the chest on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's a good one. That's probably like the best one that I, that I do every day. And I mean, that one can just be done for what you said, 15 to 30 seconds, 30 seconds, repeating twice. Yeah. So that one can be done like while your color is processing. So that's an easy one to do, especially right now because we're not double booking. So that would be the time to do it. Um, yeah. So I think those are like some of the biggest things. So you're saying your, um, our hands are, I mean, if you're, if you're massaging it, you can feel it right away anyways. Like even right now I'm just massaging it and I, I can feel where the tightness is. <laughs> so hard to find on you guys. Yeah, no, it's not hard. To, it's not hard to find where the problem is. So, <laughs> um, so what would you say are some of the biggest things that we should avoid doing during the workday um, that affect our body? Like what were some things that you noticed that we should really avoid doing? Avoid, really use your tools. You have, you have a chair that lifts and you have stools and seats that roll. And so, like you said, instead of bending and hunching to bring the hair to eye level, lift the chair, sit down, bring bring the hair up to you and bring yourself down to the hair at the same time. Mm -hmm. Avoiding repetition, like you said about the color cart. I'm sure that you always have it on the right hand side of you. I would wonder if sometimes you could have it on the left. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly twisting to the right to dip your brush. Um, We did, we did talk about scissors. I learned a ton about scissors from you. (laughs) Keeping your tools sharp, the sharper your scissors are, the less force it's going to need through your hands. Mm -hmm. That would all be very big. Um, And then taking those moments, like you said, when your color's processing, taking those moments to just kind of undo some of the stress that's building up throughout the day. That is probably the biggest thing you can do is just taking moments here and there. Should take about a minute, two minutes here and there that will pay dividends over the week. Mm -hmm. I think too, um, just speaking from the experience side of being a hairstylist, that uh, investing in good tools is the biggest thing. So get like getting ergonomical scissors, all scissors are built differently. So getting ones that are ergonomically built for you, um, same with brushes, getting ergonomic brushes, ones that are more comfortable, like lighter blow dryers don't have like the heaviest blow dryer that you can find. Um, things like that, that really make a difference. Even like a color brush too. There's color brushes that are more comfortable to hold that, that I find sometimes too, when I'm doing a root touch up, um, is well, essentially I use Redken color where it's an oil based color. So it slips on the brush. So just like having one that has a little bit more grip. So it's not, you're not tightening up your muscles so much in your hands. It's just like little things like that too. That makes such a difference. And if, if your hand seems to cramp up when you're holding your brush, a thicker handle is actually easier to hold. It requires less pressure. And so if you find that your, your hands are cramping by holding that brush, either wrap something around the handle or look at a different tool that does have a thicker handle. That mm-hmm. should help. Yeah. That's <clears throat> That's a good idea. Um, and so, yeah, sorry. Just, just to touch on that last question, other, other things that you could, like, things to avoid is when you do notice that, hey, I've always got pain 
after doing a certain certain appointment, don't just resign yourself to accepting that pain. Question it. Question why do you have the pain? What could, what did I do? Mimic it with one of one of your coworkers and just don't actually do the color, but just go through a color and see. Oh, this is when the pain starts. Break it down yourself because typically, unless you've had some sort of major trauma or major injury, you can find a way to be pain free. Mm-hmm. That's so smart. That's so true. Like it's really we just kind of put it to the side. We're like, okay, it's just a part of the part of the career, part of the job. And I remember even. Um, my doctor years ago, when I had first started hairstyling, um, he had said, Oh, what, like, what job are you getting into? And he, he rolled his eyes at me because he knew it was so bad on our bodies. So it's like, it just became this thing. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a thing, you know, it's part of our job, but there are ways to prevent it. And there are ways to be able to like give yourself self longevity in this career. You don't have to be like, retiring at 40 um because your body just can't handle it anymore so no you definitely don't have to and i've seen that with other professions as well Mm -hmm. it's it's how you treat your body i've seen i'm going to use construction workers for example i've seen construction workers in their early 40s that are in a ton of pain and have difficulty doing the simplest tasks and then i've seen others that are close to retiring or have retired and they're doing fine. They've done the same job for 30, 40 years. It's just a matter of one individual took a little bit better care of themselves and was a little bit more aware of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And the other one did just resign themselves to going, okay, this is going to be painful in 30 years. And sure enough, it became painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. Um, so what would you, what kind of advice uh, would you give stylists or people in any career really? Um, But for stylists in particular, um, is there a certain type of treatment that they should go for? Cause I mean, it's one thing just to stretch at home and do your exercises, but um, getting, you know, going to physio or going to massage or acupuncture, whatever it is, um, is there something that you would specifically suggest that hairstylists should do to maintain their bodies? Well, this is across the board. I think people don't take advantage of their coverage enough. There, there's plenty, if I use my dad, for example, he worked in a mill for 30, 40 years had paid for coverage every year. And I think he went for one massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, using, using the tools that are at your disposal, go for your massages, book a, book a quarterly massage. Or if you know that this is a, a heavy week around Christmas or wedding season, it's going to be heavy. Well, at the end of that, get yourself booked in and have somebody work on your hands and your forearms a little bit more thorough than you can yourself. Mm-hmm. The other piece is strength is strength is incredibly important. Strength and flexibility are the two things that I've seen that give people a healthy life physically. And so seeing seeing either your athletic therapist or your physiotherapist to to figure out a routine that doesn't have to involve going to the gym. It can be done in your home in front of your TV while you watch TV or you watch a movie just maintaining your flexibility and strength are huge. And from there, it's really 
the, the practitioner that you fit with who has similar values to you and who has similar ideas of what your goals should be and how to reach those goals. It doesn't do you any good if you go to see somebody and they want you in the gym five days a week and you absolutely hate the gym. Yeah. That relationship isn't going to (laughs) work. It's true. Um, I actually, I love that you said using up your, um, taking advantage of your, your benefits because majority of salons don't have benefits. So that's actually a really good point because for the salons that do have benefits, amazing, use them up. For, for, for the salons that don't, don't forget that, I mean, you can still pay for it. Like you don't have to just, you do it only if you have benefits, but um, just putting a little bit, oh, my cats are going crazy over there. Um, but just taking the, a little bit, putting a chunk of money aside um, just to be able to do that because it's going to help you in the longevity, right? So whether it's just like putting a chunk of tips away or a chunk of retail commission or whatever it is away, just to be able to uh, afford going to these things every month because it does, um, it does help you over the long run and it's investing in your body at the end of the day. So, um, and your body is your biggest tool. So really taking advantage of those things that are out there or those services that are out there. So I love that you said that investing in your body and taking care of your body Mm -hmm. because I find that everybody thinks about retirement. Everybody takes care of their car. Everybody takes care of their house, but you only get one body. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's one thing you got. You've got to make sure that you're keeping an eye on and you want it to be healthy. Once you do get a chance to retire. Mm Mm-hmm taking, even if you don't have coverage yet, just that small bit of money to take care of yourself. Just, just like somebody comes to get their hair done or colored because it makes them feel better, makes them look better. Well, going for some care, some massage or physio here and there, it, to me, it's the same thing. It makes you feel better. It makes you interact with everybody better. And at the end of the day, you go, go to bed and wake up feeling good. It's so true. Well, especially for massage, because I know I've talked to a couple of people who are just scared to go to a massage therapist because they're scared it's going to hurt too much at that point. But it's like, you got to go do it. Like, and just have them do it softer. Like you just have to, it's just as little things to take care of yourself or go for a relaxation one or whatever it is, but just something to, um, to treat yourself. And yeah, it's taking care of your body at the end of the day. So exactly. And anybody that's that's worried about going to see a massage therapist because it'll hurt. The pressure is up to you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're paying for their service and it's for your comfort. They can give you advice and say, no, I think a little firmer would be beneficial. But really, if you're squirming on the table and fighting to stay on that table, that's not going to help. No. <laughs> so shy about interacting with them, telling them, hey, this is all the pressure I want today and maybe next time I'll tolerate more. You're in control. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I love this. This is great. Um, do you have any, <laughs> do you have any uh, final thoughts or advice for hairstylists before we finish off? Really, it's, it's some of the stuff we've already touched on, just being mindful of what you're doing, figuring out what is it in the day that does cause your pain? Is there a pattern? to your pain it's always at the end of the week or you start your week with it mm-hmm. and 
not being too rigid with it also. Like I know we've talked a ton about watching your posture and watching what you're doing, but at the same time, too much of anything can be bad. And so if you kept a soldier's posture all day, you're going to be sore anyway. So don't be too rigid and give yourself some freedom to slouch here and there. Don't beat yourself up. If you do quote unquote the wrong thing, that's okay. Just work on fixing the habits as much as you can. Nobody's going to be perfect and you don't need to be. It's still be pain free. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Peter, for coming on here and chatting with us about this. Uh, yeah, no, I like it is a really important thing to focus on our body because I mean, there's a bajillion podcasts or webinars or classes out there about different techniques, but there's nothing that I know of anyways, um, that's just specifically about your body. So this was a really important one to talk about because it's the last thing that we think about, um, which is terrible, but it is the reality of it. So, um, so yeah, I'm really glad that we, we had this chat. Um, and, uh, maybe we'll do some more stuff later. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of A Secret Life of a Hairstylist. I'm super, super grateful that you came on here to listen to this episode. And I would love to know from you what you thought of this episode. So if you could leave a review in the comments, that would be absolutely amazing. As well, if you'd like more information, you can follow me at Hair by Sam Lacoste on Instagram. And DM me for any other exciting topics that you would like me to discuss. So until next time, have a great afternoon and make sure to click on the next episode. We'll see you soon.